Excellent. Let's talk about that. Knowing your limitations, because you, listen, we all have strengths and weaknesses. That's why it's important to continue to do an evaluation. How often do you evaluate your leadership? How often do you evaluate yourself? We should always be critiquing how we can get better, study, preach, teach, lead. Now we talked about some characteristics. Hold on one sec. We talked about characteristics of, of, of good leadership. Now let's talk about um, poor leadership. Can I interrupt you? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, don't the church have certain limitations, limitations on pastors what they can and cannot do? Uh, what, what do you mean? Whether or not this church can, can be, because uh, someone told me that her husband is a pastor, asked her, how can you get into politics? Can the church be into politics? Well, and, um, I don't know about different congregations, whether different congregations mm -hmm. allow. Well, it depends. It, I think I think you gotta look at one's leadership style. But second, brother Foreman, it's important that you have to look at the politics, the politics, not politics, but the politics how the church is governing, the governance of the body. It's not an all in all, but there are some churches who are more politically inclined or politically aware, and that they sometimes churches take on the personality of the pastor. And so if a church has a history of being involved in politics and maybe social justice, and I believe every church should have a social justice ministry. Now, some to the degree, some do it uh, more engaged than others. But if you look at the history of not the black church, but if you look at the history of the Negro church, it has always been politically aware and insightful of the political shift because of the weight of the black community. So that's why it's important that we continue the conversation and to demonstrate leadership, effective leadership, especially in the midst of a pandemic. Because as I said earlier, people are looking to you for leadership. They're looking to you for spiritual guidance, whether you're a preacher, a pastor, if you're a believer, people are looking for something they're looking for something, Reverend Clark. The young people are looking for something. They're looking for the next Langston Hughes. They're looking for the next Richard Wright. They're looking for the next Malcolm. They're looking for the next Dr. King. They're looking for the next Margaret Walker. They're looking for the next person. And it may be you. And leadership, servant leadership has to stay on our doorstep. But if not, it'll get away from us. 
and then we will demonstrate poor leadership. Poor leadership is having a rally in the midst of a pandemic because you're not going to tell me that it's good to put lives at risk. This is an age. So on that note, on that note, I would mm-hmm. say that, and I heard another preacher say this, and it, and it makes very good sense in the fact that um, we don't know because of the, the the idea of the church becoming obsolete. Um, not that we believe that, but the world is taking on this mentality that it don't need the church anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. If that's the case, then we don't know if God called or told some of these pastors, not all, I'm just, I'm just throwing, this is a thought, so I'm throwing it out there. All right. We don't know, so don't chop my head off when I'm finished, but we don't know if God did not call those pastors to be the martyr, to be the martyr church, to show, you know, mm. um, we, we don't know that. We can, we can say, well, God wouldn't do that. Well, I mean, there's martyrs throughout the Bible that were stoned because of their belief. That's right. So we don't know whether God called, called some of these pastors to say, open your church. Mm-hmm. Even, you know, mm-hmm. to, to, mm-hmm. to be the martyr. To be mm-hmm. the... And, uh, because right now, mm-hmm. we're, we're entering into a season mm-hmm. where or time when science is going to try to outrule faith. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and faith and has so, to be at the forefront. Faith has to be at the forefront. So it may come to a point where all of us have to decide, am I going to go in faith or am I going to just stand back and, you know what I mean? I mean, I'm here, just here, going here's out the there thing. and they come to that point. Pardon me? Here, here's the thing. Can I speak on that? I think this is where discernment is going to be very important for all of us. You mentioned a very key exactly. word, martyr, a martyr. Come, that's, that, that comes from the Greek word, students, a witness. Reminding believers that the, the, the su- supreme act of witness for the gospel is to give up one's life for its sake. Christ right. had to suffer and die as a martyr. All right? Uh-huh. And as a, a ransom for many. Okay? Stephen is the first martyr of the Christian mm-hmm. faith. Alright? So there are biblical paradigms of witnessing and martyrs in the Bible. But I still God still God is still using martyrs to, to get our attention. Now right. to, to to your point, uh, Pastor. This is a very discerning season for the church. Mm-hmm. You, you're absolutely right. Our faith shouldn't override fear. I mean, uh, fear shouldn't override faith. There, there's so much going on around us. We got a virus. We got protests. We got the election, elections. But we have to believe that God is working behind the scenes. And what I like about 
what the disciples went through is, and I'm, I'm looking at Passion Week, um, everyone. The week starts off with exciting hope. Passion Week starts off, this is the year of 2020. We, we, no one saw this coming in such a way. So beginning of 2020, we was all excited. It's Passion Week. We're hopeful that God is going to do something amazing. Everybody start cheering. 2020 is here. This is going to be our season. Within a few months, Jesus is arrested. A few days he's arrested. But a few months for us, we're facing something we've never seen before. Some was several died. And then we raised the question, what is God doing? What is God doing in all this? It seems to be that God ain't working. Here's my point. I still believe, Pastor Miles, that God is still raising men and women of faith to move forward. And that he's trying to lead our nation to repentance. And the church needs to be alert for the arrival. Y'all remember, y'all remember David's wife? Um, y'all remember, uh, I think her name was Michael. Michael. Y'all remember David's wife? She, she grew up in, 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 in the ministry household. With, with, as, as Saul's daughter but when the ark was when the ark of the Lord was coming back to Jerusalem the Bible says it was David that led the procession the Bible says he, he led with dancing this was not the way a king was to present himself and the Bible goes on to say Bishop that Michael she despised him and the scripture tells us that God saw her, saw her judgment. And guess what? Because of her judgment, watch this, Brother Foreman. She never gave birth to a child. This is what I'm saying. Servant leadership. When God does something new, he always birthed something new in us. Micah missed out on the blessing God was given because she despised God's messenger. If we're going to move in this next season, there's a stirring going on and God is still present. Because the same place you experience great pain, it's going to be that same place where God's answer will arise. That's good right there. You hear what I'm saying? The same place where we feel like God ain't there, he left us. 
Our folk don't know what to do. They anxious, they're afraid, they're scared. It's going to be the same place where we get God's answer. But will you be okay to whatever God's answer may look like? Servant leadership. In other words, it's listening to what God is doing in the earth and being obedient to it. God is ready to invade the church. He has heard our cry. But this time, it's high time. This time, it's God's time. So the best thing we can do is be obedient and listen to his voice. Let those that have ears, let them hear. Thus says the Lord. Bless you. Bless you.